This is Strategy That Works, where we discuss practical solutions to companies' most complex challenges. I'm your host, Robert Amberg, Chief Marketing Officer at JVM Consulting. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about the people side of business transformation, which of course is the cornerstone of any successful transformation effort. To discuss what works and what doesn't, we're joined today by Fred Jewell, Senior Strategic Advisor at JBM Consulting and author of the People Strategies book titled, We Can't Do It Alone. We're also joined by Tracy Resnick, Director and Human Capital Lead at JBM Consulting. Fred, Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here. You bet. All right. So let's let's dive right in. Uh, you know, when we when we say the people part of a transition, what are we really talking about? We focus on the people part because it's the people that transform. Organizations change their operating model, they change their business strategy, but it's the people that are fulfilling those things. If you don't focus on the people side, the business won't change. Yeah, the habits of, of everyone in the organization, how they think about their work, how they go about their work every day need to change with any major change within an organization, especially. So it's kind of like when people say, oh, this is a great company. It's not actually a company. It's the, it's the people inside the company that are great. It's the collection of the individual behaviors that make up what makes a culture and what makes a, a company great. Exactly. Awesome. So uh, when a company decides to go through transformation, uh, what makes people embrace that? There's got to be something in it for them. Um, we hear that all the time, of course, in any big change. But you have to look at what's driving those those people and what, what's important to them and how what's important to them aligns to both the change and the culture of the company. So you need to look at everything from how is it helping me grow in my career? How is it helping me learn new things, develop as an individual to build the relationships with my coworkers and, and, and get that done a little bit better. Um, how much does it help me make decisions and control the way that I get to do my work? Um, some of those are some of the things that, that, that are important to people that you need to take into account when you're looking at any change. And it's not only those individual things for each person. It's also the collection of the greater why of why the company is going through the change and does each individual identify with that? Also, is there a purpose? Is there a greater purpose that the individuals and collection of individuals can identify with and believe in so that they want to make their individual changes? So uh, with regards to the why, um, can a company successfully transform if they don't understand their why? I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's too, it's it's really hard to make a difference and to get people on board with something if they don't understand the rationale for it, right? And there's got to be a, a a meaning behind it for them and for the company. And communicating that why and the meaning behind uh, the transformation, what the company is looking to achieve by the transformation, is so important to communicate early and often to get the buy-in from the employees, or else it just takes longer and longer to change. And you're talking about the why of the transformation, right? If, if you don't understand the why of the company to begin with, if, if, if your employees mm -hmm. don't understand why you're in business, 
and you're going to say, oh, we're going to do this transformation, it, it, it compounds the problem. Yeah, it won't connect. Yeah, absolutely. And it, the, the more those things are aligned with each other, the better. So mm -hmm. it, the why are we doing the, you know, why are we a, a company to begin with and, and why do we exist? And then why are we doing this transformation and how does that align to why we exist? And then what am I interested in as an individual? What's my team all about? And how does that align to what the company is all about? If I can get all those things lined up, you sort of supercharge the energy behind the transformation and make it work. The more you have a disconnect there, the more cynical people get and it starts to you know, fall apart pretty quickly. And it's more likely that the employees are in it just for a job, not for making their lives better, their coworkers' lives better, the organization better. Okay. So uh, one could argue transformation starts much earlier than when someone decides to do a transformation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you've got to get it right from the very beginning with the company. It's really hard to, you know, a transformation is about taking what we've been doing um, at some level in the organization and making it different in, in some way. If you try to change at the very top the entire direction of the company, the entire why behind the company, that's really hard to do. Right, without wholesale transformation of, of everything. You're looking at different customers, different suppliers, different you know, employees. So the further you get down in the organization with the transformation, it's a little bit easier as long as you can align back up to the company. But the, when you start to look at changing the entire culture, it gets to be uh, really difficult. What, uh, what percentage would you, I mean, you guys have both seen a um, fair amount of uh, uh, change efforts as well as transformation efforts, what percentage of the ones that don't go well would you say are a result of the poor lack of understanding with the why? Majority of. Yeah. Uh, definitely high majority of companies that don't transform well or don't transform as easily as they could, it's because either senior leadership team does not know and understand the why or they're not able to clearly articulate it and cascade that message down in a way that others can understand the why for them. Yeah, you got to turn that purpose into you know, sort of the direction that we're headed and, and communicate that in some kind of a strategy mm -hmm. uh, to be able to get people on board with with the you know the effort that they're about to take on. Yeah, okay. it's, it's all about changing the behaviors of the employees, and you can't do that without driving their behavior in a different way towards a different purpose. Okay. So what kind of things cause people to, to push back and maintain status quo? They don't want to change. The unknown. Uh, when a company announces that they want to transform, they want to change, they want to do something different, all of a sudden you don't know what your role is or what it could be. You're insecure. Will I even have a job going forward? And so the tendency of all employees of human nature is to grab hold of what you do know and hold it as tightly as possible. Yeah, and then changing the way people work. You know, I used to do things a different, a certain way, and now you're going to make me do it some different way. Um, so that creates some perhaps loss of control, some maybe doing things that I don't know how to do yet. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, things that I can't make decisions on that I used to be able to make decisions about. Those are also, you know, some, some of the things that hit people. And then, you know, you, you're talking about, you know, Tracy, the uncertainty around that, but you also hear about, you know, you're thinking about the organization structure, right? And who am I gonna be working with, right? I've got all my friends here that I've been working with for years sometimes. And now you're gonna 
you know, somehow mess that up, right? Mm-hmm. Some of us might be here, they might not, or I might be reporting to somebody different than I was before. So all that stuff is, is important. And then, you know, just what's, if, if you're getting a true transformation where you're looking at new parts of the organization and, and, and new opportunities for everybody, what does that mean for my own career path? How, how am I going to fit into that broader picture in a way that's going to help me grow in my career? And that's especially important for the, the, the younger third of the workforce mm-hmm. and, and looking at their careers overall. Okay. And taking a hard look at your career and what you want to do to grow, uh, to succeed is a conversation that we don't have with ourselves as often enough. And so transformations can also um, force you to decide what you want out of your career mm-hmm. and whether or not you have a place in the new organization. So if you find yourself, uh, as the one driving the transformation or responsible for driving the transformation uh, or one of those, what tools do you have at your disposal to, to really go attack that? I think, you know, Tracy hit on one at the beginning, really important. And, and you did too, Rob, with just the purpose, right? Why are we doing this? Get that right. You know, understand what it is th- th- that we're doing and why. And then you move into more of the sort of traditional tools that you might think of from a business perspective that we have to use. Um, we can create new processes and, and revise those to, to make changes happen. We can look at making work a little bit easier with better technology. We can teach people new things um, and, get in, and teach them new skills so that they can uh, get work done in a different way. So some of the things that, that you can do. The policy one is very important. If you're transforming to a more innovative, more flexible uh, organization. Make sure all of your underlying infrastructure policies support that. So if you want to be flexible, but your employee handbook says that you have no work from home policy, you're not being that flexible. So even if it's not enforced, if it's still written down, need to take a look and update those things so that they're in line with the purpose and the vision of where you're going. And as you look at the roles that people are playing, you're going to start to look at what their role descriptions look like, what their career paths look like, like we talked about, what their compensation looks like. All of that's going to be part, has to be part of the equation. Mm-hmm. You need to start looking at how are people evaluated in this new in- environment. If we're trying to change the organization, oh, well, we forgot to change all of our HR processes. And so people are being evaluated on the old criteria that used to be really important, but they're not anymore. So how do we make sure that all that stuff lines up with the goals of the of the of the change? Mm-hmm. So really, it you can have the best laid plans, but it comes back to an engaged workforce and and how you manage that engagement. Yeah, it's it's you know the engagement of the overall workforce in the company is important, but the engagement in the change in this transformation is also important, right? How much are people behind it? How interested are they in it? What are they getting out of it? How, how excited are they? Um, not everything is going to be great in any transformation. People are going to lose some things, but they're also going to gain some things. So where they might be having some uncertainty, like Tracy talked about, maybe there's new opportunities that they never really thought about from a growth perspective for them that's going to be really exciting. And that kind of cancels out the negative that comes along with that you know, difficulty in the in the security piece of things. So, and it, do they fully understand those growth opportunities or the new expectations upon them? And something that leaders can do is communicate those. Be very upfront, very transparent about what is needed in the new operating environment, mm-hmm. what is needed for the employees to transform, 
And the more they know, the more likely it is that they will change their behavior and do that. Both what it, what is needed and what's also available to them as an opportunity and, and kind of, I don't want to colloquially say paint the picture for them, but. Yes. Yeah, we'll give them a chance to sort of get, give you feedback too. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the tools that we've used in the past that's really engaging for people is instead of just a straight up town hall, we actually broke it up into smaller chunks and had 25 to 30 people meetings where people would we'd, we'd have a presentation and talking about the transformation and then we'd have a list of questions are we moving too fast are we moving too slow We've gotten a lot of feedback just in a- anecdotally before these meetings that things were going too fast you know but then other people would be like oh my god this is taking forever and so we asked people and when you put that question up in one of the, the polling tools and show people the results it was really interesting because we had a bell curve we had you know, lots of people saying we're going too slow. Lots of people saying that we're going too fast. And a lot of people said, you know, we're kind of going just at the right pace. So it really quieted down the people that were on the fringes saying, you know, this is not going great. Well, they're like, okay, maybe it is for everybody else. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of direct feedback and that kind of direct conversation that that forces, it's, it puts leaders at a little bit of a, you know, you got to have leadership kind of coordinating these sort of sessions. But um, you don't, you never know what's going to come up. But if you're, you know, your why is clear, you're on board with the change as the leader, and you're willing to be authentic and listen to the feedback that people are going to give you, you can score a lot of points in terms of your um, authenticity and the, the, the respect that people have of, of what we're doing by just being honest and saying, you know, well, we don't know, or here's what we're doing right now. What do you think? Could it be different? Mm-hmm. And that feedback conversation and that communication can be, can be really valuable. So, so companies that are going to go through a tran- uh, transformation, is it better to change everything all at once or just focus on the, 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 the part you want to transform? And what I mean by that is if you, if you are a, a, a leadership team that historically does not communicate proactively, they're not very transparent, and you're going to now reinvent your, your business process or business model and, and kind of go in a different direction, if you decide, you know, we need to be more transparent, we need to be more open – do you just go full force and do everything all at once and try and transition everything? Or is it better to just take it one step at a time? I think it depends. The answer is less whether you do big bang or one change at a time in order to transform over the long term and more about the commitment of that leadership team to be transparent, to be communicative, to ask for feedback and to act on that feedback. The Whether or not to go big bang or not, depends on the why, the purpose, and what they're actually trying to do. In some cases, I've seen clients where it makes sense to go big bang. In others, not so much. Most of these are such big changes that it takes time. Mm -hmm. And so you have to get the leadership team on board first. They have to be getting along. They have to understand what, what the change is all about. There can't be any dissension within that team. And if there is, it trickles down and it destroys everything. It has to be a united front. So they have to be united at the top. And then from there on down, you've got to get each layer on board uh, to to the change before you can really go for the masses. Because if people don't see why, it gets really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So transformation, obviously, big topic. Uh, It's not their day-to-day job. You know, this is something additive. So how do you... How do you maintain focus during transformation? 
It's a really good question because it is, it, you know, th these kinds of changes, most organizations forget that it takes a huge investment to drive the transformation itself. And they think that everybody's just going to sort of carve out a couple hours a week to go do this. Well, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way at all. And so you have to have a team dedicated to making sure that the transformation is on track. And then you have to govern that. You know, there's got to be a process in place for tracking the plan, what we're trying to do, measuring the behaviors and the uh, the take up of each step along the way to know that we're getting there and to be able to adjust on the fly. If you don't have that, that team dedicated to it and then the governance model in place to make sure that you're staying on track, things will easily just fall apart because people are going to revert back to what they do every day. They're going to go back to their operating kind of mode and not their project kind of mode because projects for most people and their roles are non-existent right it's they're just kind of cranking the wheel and doing what they do very well but they're not they don't have time to pick up a project so making sure that you've got the people dedicated to that's key yeah um, giving leaders and individual contributors the permission to transition and let go of some of their day jobs so they can focus on the transformation is key yeah, pulling people out of there. The key people, the biggest influencers in the organization are often the best people to take out, despite the fact that they're usually your best performers in whatever it is that they're doing. If you really are truly dedicated to the change, you got to show that you're getting the best people tied into this. Because if you typically leaders will ask, who can we put on this? And so if the their leadership team is not on board, they're going to say, well, I'll give you this person, I'll give you this person, I'll give you this person. Well, those people are not necessarily the A players. They're going to give the people that are least valuable to them meeting their goals in the current structure. Mm -hmm. And so you really need to step, you know, get people on board to the change and then say, okay, who's your best? They're the one that's going to come do this. As painful as it is for you right now, they're, we're not going to change without having the best people as part of this. And, and another advantage that comes out of doing that is giving who you may not think of as your A players the chance to prove themselves and give them the stretch assignment so they can grow and develop. Mm -hmm. So if, you, if you're a leader and you have one minute to think about operational needs or you have one minute to think about the the people side of the transformation what's your argument to say you need to focus on the people side you won't transform if you don't bring the people along if the people if your employees don't help you drive the organizational changes your the company will stay as is yeah I, and you know the leader of any organization uh, is if they're in transformation mode it's not about operations at that point right it's about the change and it's about where we're headed mm -hmm. and so it's being much more strategic much more motivating much more painting the vision and saying the same stuff over and over and over again which can get really tedious for the people that are truly visionary yeah they get tired of it and, you know they want to move on to the next thing but you've got to stay consistent with the messaging consistent with the why you're talking about it over and over and over again to get people on board and then say it again <laughs> exactly so, so so expand on that the 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 role of the leader in the transformation is is you're you're saying it's it's not it, it's not doing it's it's maybe be, like driving home that message being repetitive being it's communicating but it's also being that charismatic leader who is instilling the why and the sense of purpose and the need for the transformation it's giving people giving the employees 
the reason to want to change their individual behavior. That's the role of the leader. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're responsible for all that stuff up front and getting the purpose right and the why, but they're also responsible for putting the right people in place to get the right processes and technologies and org structures and everything else that goes along with the transformation in place, right? And making sure that somebody's making sure that it's getting done and we're staying on track. Yep. All that stuff influences the other things that are sort of the feelings that everybody's going to have in the organization about, is this going to help me grow? You know, is this going to help me make better decisions and have more flexibility in how I do my work? All the things that you're going to see as benefits as an individual are going to come from all of those things that the leader is going to be able to do. Cool. Any, uh, any, any big piece of advice for a leader getting ready to go through this? I think the biggest thing that, that, this type of transformation requires is a lot of reflection by the leadership team itself. And so spending time with your team to talk through where is it that we need to head? Why have the data, have all the things that are going to be necessary to get everybody on that leadership team on board. And that may mean spending a lot of time in the same room together. Rarely do these things come from one person saying, this is where we're going. Everybody goes, aye, aye, here we go. There's going to be plenty of sabotage. There's going to be plenty of discontent if they didn't, they weren't involved and they didn't get a chance to put their two cents in. I agree with that. And to add to it, it's the commitment to be that united front as a leadership team, that if there is any discontent or grievances, that it is behind closed doors only and you work it out and you move on. Awesome. All right. Well, Fred, Tracy, Thank you both for being here. Really enjoyed it. Hopefully uh, everyone's learned a lot about why focusing on the people matters uh, as much or more than on the operational side during transformation. Meaty stuff. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks a lot of fun.